What's up, y'all? It's your girl, Mallory, the chosen one, but I'm still down to have a little fun. This is the Yahweh or Yahweh podcast, a safe space to have conversation without condemnation for our generation. And today's guest, we have Miss Michelle. So, Miss Michelle, we met Miss Michelle not too long ago, and she is a mentor to us, just like a second mom. And we are so grateful to have her on the podcast today just to share her story. So, tell them a little bit about you, tell them what you do, tell them who you are, and all that good jazz. Well, as you said, <laughs> let me first thank you for giving me the opportunity to be on the show. More than happy to support girls like you all because you definitely are on the, doing the right things in life and, you know, definitely trying to make your way. So I can definitely appreciate that and um, and more than willing to mentor those that are doing something for themselves. So yeah. I just want to thank you for the thank opportunity you for to speak. Coming. Um, I'm just Michelle Renee Jones. I um work in the commercial mortgage industry. Um, you guys, it's kind of a full circle moment because some of uh, your friends went to school with my son uh-huh. and my husband uh, is friends with your um, best friend, I would dare to say. Really? Yes. And, um, so they went to school together and it's a full so circle many connections. moment. Exactly. So <laughs> I met you guys and it just was a click and I love to see women who are doing things and trying to better themselves. I love that. Well, we are so excited to have you here today. So one of the things that kind of caught my eye and my attention about you is your testimony, your story. The moment I met you, I was like, you have to come on my podcast. <laughs> like yeah. from the moment we met Miss Michelle, it was all smiles and we were just cheesing and ha ha and all night. So so I just wanted to just let you have the floor and tell them a little bit about your testimony. So I'm going to let you go. Well, <laughs> the testimony, I don't re- really remember even how we got on that, that <laughs> Me, story. We were just know. talking we about a, God and yeah. everything. It was so, it was like a round table moment. <laughs> exactly. And um, I really don't like talking about it too much because mm-hmm. it's such a negative mm-hmm. um, situation. However, it did produce a lot of positive mm-hmm. um, things in my life because yeah. um to get to the story, guys, one of the <laughs> things that I share with them is that early in my early 20s, um, I dated this guy, and um, he was such a nice gentleman, so I thought, mm-hmm. uh, yes, ma'am, no, ma'am type of a guy, and mm-hmm. we went on a couple of dates, and one particular date, it was a little strange, um, and so I was a little hesitant about going on another mm-hmm. date with him. That's the and, Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. Be speaking, the be spirit of discernment, exactly. Yeah. And so... Um, he called me one night and he really wanted me to mm-hmm. go on a date with him. And, and I just did not want to go. Yeah, he and was kind of persistent. He was very persistent, calling consistently yeah. and saying all the things that a 20-year-old want to hear at that time, mm-hmm. trying to get to mm-hmm. your house. Mm-hmm. And for whatever reason, my answer was adamantly no. Yeah. Um, and the next morning when I woke up on the news, that same particular person had killed a girl, Jesus. brutally murdered her. Um, I won't go into the particulars. Mm-hmm. Um And so, you know, they say that I'm the one that got away. But Uh what I take away from that story Mm -hmm. is a couple of things. The night that he tried to do that, Mm -hmm. his car wouldn't start. Mm -hmm. Okay. And so when his car wouldn't start, I remember saying to him, Mm -hmm. we don't want to be in this area. If Mm -hmm. your car don't start, if you can get it back started, we need to make sure we move to a more lidded area Mm -hmm. so that, you know, we can be a little bit more safe. And I'm thankful for that because he tried it again and the car did start. And I'm sure that what that was is God saying Mm, divine intervention. It definitely was divine intervention. I definitely believe in angels. And Mm -hmm. um, I know that God and angels were watching Mm -hmm. over me. What I learned at an early age from that is that 
when someone tries to attempt to kill you or mm. take your life, mm-hmm. it you you wonder why they may not have been successful, and it lets you know that God has yeah. a purpose for you. Mm-hmm. So it started me on the road early on in life of wanting to make sure that whatever God has for me, yes. I'm pursuing that. I love that. Um, and I think that had that not happened in my twenties, I probably in my twenties, I probably would not have been as careful. Mm. Um, you, do you and, think it would have took you a little longer to get like on track and being just more? I think I would have been listening to God like that. More so in the moment of being in your 20s. We all have a right to live that 20 lifestyle, right? (laughs) And sometimes God comes along and God will say, hey, Mm. um, I have something else for you to do in your 20s. And so I'm going to make something happen or allow something to happen Mm -hmm. that will bring your attention Mm -hmm. so that you're a little bit more cautious in your step Mm -hmm. in life and walk more intentionally, right? And so I'm thankful that that I got that lesson out Mm -hmm. of it. but, yeah, it was one of those experiences that yeah. kind of changed my life. Yeah, definitely. My mom always says, like, it's good to have stuff happen when you're younger. Right. So you can always bounce back from it and right. learn and just evolve and grow as more as you, and more and more as you grow up. Exactly. So I thank you for coming on and sharing your testimony. So what I got from you telling us that story that day was just for us to just make sure we're always listening to the Holy Spirit. Right. Making sure we're always, like, being intentional with our moves and right. just making sure we're just staying in alignment with His will. Because whenever we like get a bad feeling or anything in our stomach, that's like, yeah, I feel, yeah, it's like our instincts trying to save us. Exactly. It's like God trying to save us, the Holy Spirit, like you said, the spirit of discernment. Right. That's really what we need to be nurturing these days because you don't ever want to, like, if God is warning you of something of danger, you don't ever want to grieve the Holy Spirit and not you know, listen and then take heed and then something happens to you and you're like, oh my God, why this happened? But he right. already told you. Because right. there's been a lot of times where we, he warns us and then we do it anyway. Exactly. So I'm just glad that you're still here with us. Right. I'm glad that the angels, that we're working all the time. Right. Amen. Exactly. <laughs> I think that that's a very important thing that you said and that's what I find very interesting. Mm-hmm. In our 20s, you know, it's about being in your 20s, being mm-hmm. free, trying to discover yeah. stuff, finding things. And um, certain things will happen that will make you think mm, twice. and really listen Mm -hmm. to that voice. We all have that voice. In the 20s, it's just not as loud. Yeah, it's not. Because you be like, I want to do what I want to do. Right. You (laughs) hear it. Right. I heard. It's just not as loud. like, y'all heard something. (laughs) Right. It's like not so pressing and it's like, I got all my life to live, but you won't have all your life to live if you're not listening. So it's just all about being intentional, all about just being obedient. And that's one of the things that we've been talking about this whole season, just obedience to the Holy Spirit, the obedience to the Holy Trinity. So Mm -hmm. I want to slide into these topics. I thank you so much for sharing because see, God, what the devil meant for bad, God meant for good. Absolutely. Because imagine, like, even if it wasn't that, if, if it didn't pan out that way, you wouldn't be here Absolutely. sharing the story to warn others to listen. And I just feel like God always lets stuff happen in our lives so we can always, like, share it with others so they can be like, oh, mm-hmm. I need to listen. Well, at the risk of not sounding cocky, I knew mm-hmm. That moment made me understand that there was something special mm, about me. You're chosen. Um, that God has something else mm-hmm. for me to do. Mm-hmm. And my walk in life has proven that. I Period. know that I've helped a lot of people. I love that. And I think um, that's probably why angels are mm-hmm. around me because God wants me to do yeah, this work. You were needed in this mm-hmm. earth. Like mm-hmm. all of the people that are connected to you, all exactly. of the people that you're helping, like definitely he needed mm-hmm. you to be here because exactly. those miracles wouldn't have happened in their lives. Correct. I'm just a firm believer that we're the whole body of Christ is all connected. It is. And I'm just so excited that we put you in our path. So yeah. we are so lucky to have you here. So we're going to slide into these topics. So we got some good topics for y'all today. So like I said, when we met Miss Michelle, she was all about business. 
business, honey. <laughs> she did not play around. So I wanted to talk about worship in the workplace. Okay. So worship in the workplace is kind of foreign. It depends on what job you have. Right. Like some people, they leave their religion at home. Some people, right. they leave their beliefs at home when they get out the car and go into their workplace and they kind of just forget about God. Right. They don't really proclaim who they are behind mm -hmm. closed doors when it comes mm -hmm. to Christ. So I just kind of want to talk about and have a little dialogue about worship in the workplace. Right. So I was working at this place when I first started my intimate relationship with God. This was like 2018. Uh -huh. I was working at this place called CMOS and I was a recruiter. Mm -hmm. So it was this place where people came and I, we were like giving them warehouse job assignments and stuff like that. And I was the youngest one in the office. It was wow. a team of about six other recruiters. And there were like it, it was just a lot of negativity in there for mm -hmm, some reason because mm -hmm. it was like the older women that were like uh, newcomers right. like you know how it goes but um it was just a lot of negativity it was in a it was in east memphis you know how people's attitudes are mm -hmm, out there mm -hmm. and it was just like a negative environment and i was like ew like every time i come to work i'm starting to feel drained and then i had a conversation with my best friend and she was like well do you ever talk about god when you go to work and i was like i kind of don't i just right. it seemed like whenever i stepped into that environment Environment, the environment was, oh, I got to be tough. I got to right. be mean like them or they're going to run me over because that's kind of how it was happening because right. I was the new recruiter. And I was like, ew, I got to be like them. I got to be mean. <laughs> You're fine. <laughs> I was like, I got to be like them. I got to be mean or I got to be somebody who's not myself to in right. order to fit in, in order to like not stand out too much. But the thing was, is God gave me that job and he put me there in order to spread the gospel. Exactly. So I was like, why am I scared to be myself? So I started talking more about God and they wanted to know more about him because of that. And right. I thought that was pretty cool. Like, have you ever had any instances of like just being yourself in Christ in the workplace? Yeah, I am um, <clears throat> considerably older than you. <laughs> so <laughs> I've had a, <laughs> a lot of experiences with that. Uh -huh. But because I am deep rooted uh, mm -hmm. and I definitely with with religion. Mm -hmm. I, I, I won't say that I'm a religious person. Mm -hmm. I'll say that I have a great relationship mm -hmm. with God. Yeah. Just as much as I'm communicating with you, mm -hmm. I will communicate with God mm -hmm. like this because I do believe him to be a friend. Come on. Um, and so when it comes to corporate America, you, I've always taken him with me. I love that. I have always taken him with me. I've always said no matter who, if someone came to me with a problem, I'm going to let them know what my solution right. is. That's prayer, mm -hmm. you know, that's going to God mm -hmm. and seeking God because I really do believe, you know, if you if you don't claim him, yeah. we know the end of that, right? <laughs> right. And so one of the things, and I think I shared that with you and Mallory, you and uh, Dominique, mm -hmm. is, um, you know, I've said to my senior or superior, mm -hmm. This job or this position or this mm -hmm. company is not bigger than my God. Come on. So you have to go into places knowing who you are mm -hmm. because if you don't, they will define you. In your example, mm -hmm. when you went into that environment, because it was so negative, mm -hmm. if you don't bring what mm -hmm. you have and mm -hmm. what God gave you into it, that is going to change you. Will come into you. Mm -hmm. So you have to know wherever you go yeah. who you are. Especially this day and age, because mm -hmm. the world, if you don't know, the world will mm -hmm. tell you. They will. And it was so crazy because just being so new in my faith and being mm -hmm. on just the new path of like, because, you know, when you first start like really getting in deep right. into who God is, you're so excited. Right. And I kind of felt like, should I go to work right. talking about this? Like, I didn't want to go to work and be like reprimanded because I'm right. like, because, you know, people have different viewpoints mm -hmm. and stuff like that. But I shouldn't have felt like that because we were all like black women. <laughs> so, right. Like, I felt like that was kind of like a cop out because I was scared to say what 
what I believe in right. because it was so new to me. Right. And like when you're first getting into that first deep relationship connection with God, like you are on fire for him. Right. Like the very first time, it feels so good and right. you feel like unstoppable. Like it is you're amazing. Soldier. Like soldier. right, and you're, you're like I'm all of this is not even touching what I be right. talking to God about. Like right. this ain't it. So right. it was just making sure that I knew who I was and just standing up for that. And it felt so good because mm-hmm. sooner or later, like people wanted to talk to me about God. People were asking me for prayer. Exactly. Like they were having problems at home and they were like, can you pray for so-and-so, so-and-so? Right. We would talk longer at the printer. And then right. after my authenticity show up, their facade started to fade. Exactly. And I love that because it was like, oh, I could have been me the whole time. Exactly. <laughs> I think our whole purpose in life, and that's the part of testing, mm-hmm. testimony, mm-hmm. our whole purpose in life is to help each other. Mm-hmm. And so if I don't tell you my story, mm-hmm. then that you you may not be able to learn from it, yeah. right? And I think we are so afraid of what people will think about us. Mm-hmm. And if I really confess I'm a child of God or I have a relationship with mm-hmm. God, what are they going to think? Well, at this age, I can mm-hmm. say I could care less because right. I remember saying to you, if I'm going to be a fool, I'd be a fool for God. Come on now. I will be a fool for God. And so it may period. not look like what it should mm-hmm. to you. Yeah. But if my intentions are pure and if I'm walking with God mm-hmm. and, you know, there's a message. But I do want to back up and say, historically mm-hmm. speaking, you know, mm-hmm. it was a no-no to talk religion at work. Mm, really? Yeah. I never oh, knew yeah, that. Yeah. Religion, I never knew that. Race, politics, what? all of that is a no-no. I, rem- I know about politics, but I didn't know like religion but the the way that the office was set up we were so close knit and if we had time to gossip right. if we had time to like shoot people down or like right. talk bad about the company and stuff like that we could right. be using this time to edify ourselves like we could be using like and there was one thing that I was learning a lot in that season was the power of the tongue and I was like I need to stop being so negative and speaking negative things because even if you're just playing or if right. you're just joking because some people have like dark humor and stuff exactly. I know I do but mm-hmm. your spirit don't know what you're right. speaking over yourself right like that's why i had to stop saying like even just little stuff like when you laugh you'd be like i'm dead my right. mama used to be like stop, stop saying, saying that, that. Exactly. i'd be like girl it's not that serious but yes everything really is, is literally that serious it really is. the power of the tongue mm-hmm. is mighty mm-hmm. and biblically speaking that is why they would tell mm-hmm. you know when they had kids they would mm-hmm. say you will be a doctor you will be a musician mm-hmm. you spoke it over, over your their child's life mm-hmm. and so i do believe words are powerful yeah that's why i think you have to be around like minds mm-hmm. because that tongue mm-hmm. the walk the mm-hmm. talk, it definitely impacts you. Yeah. I'm a strong believer. Definitely. Right. And that's why, like, even if you start your day with gratitude and just speaking affirmations over yourself, right. it can make a huge difference. A huge difference. A huge difference. difference. Cause sometimes I don't do that and I'll be like, who am I? Right. <laughs> like, we need to wake up and be right. constantly reminded. So exactly. I love that. So the next topic we have is black women passing the torch. So when I came up love with the that. last topic, I was just thinking about how sometimes when there's a new generation breaking out into any field, there's sometimes the older Resistance. generation that is like, mm-hmm. ah, they're coming to steal our jobs. Right. Or, ah, you're not doing it right. Ah, <laughs> let me just rain hell the fire down on you. And right. it's like, girl, you supposed to be passing the torch to me. Right. Like That was one of the things that made me so excited to talk to you. So when we were talking, you were just like, when I see women, like young women like y'all, I'm excited to share what I know. Exactly. I'm excited to share my information. That is what we need more of in this world. Right. Because there's a lot of negativity around like the older, like, I don't know mm-hmm. what disconnected is between Mm -hmm. the generations, but there's a gap. Well, I think that historically speaking, Mm -hmm. it's a problem that has always, um, you know, Mm -hmm. existed. Mm -hmm. Um, There's room for us all, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. And um, too much is given, much is required. And 
I think we have an obligation to pour back into each other. Yes. You know, I'm supposed to turn around and help you. Yeah. Um, I want to be helped. Mm-hmm. And so I want my child to be helped. Mm-hmm. And so I think that we're all here to help each other. Mm-hmm. I really firmly believe that. That's why I was so excited about working with you all. Because mm-hmm. it's a genuine thing. Yeah, right? definitely. Uh, and I definitely, you know, guys, for you all listening, <laughs> I do not really like being on camera. I can see me sweating. But for you it's two, it's something that I would do. I love that. Uh, you know, it's I would put myself out me. there for you guys. Because like I said, I know yeah. what you're doing. Mm-hmm. I'm very proud of you. Thank I can see you. the passion. Mm-hmm. And you remember I asked you, I said, why are you doing this? Mm-hmm. And you said you wanted to reach people. Mm. That was the right answer. And I, I told you, you're going to be blessed for that. I love that. Because that is what was Jesus walking life. Everywhere mm-hmm. he Ministry. went, he helped, he helped mm-hmm. people. We're supposed to be doing that, too. Mm-hmm. There's enough room for all of us at yes, the Yes, and that's what people uh, don't understand. What, right. There's enough room. There's no need for jealousy. There's no need for that. And it's like when you see that, it's very disheartening because it's like give them the tools. Like you could save them like years worth of knowledge and exactly. years worth of error or mistakes because you could share it from with them with what you went wrong right. with the things. But it's I feel like sometimes I feel like it's a pride thing because sometimes people can't share what they've been through if they're so ashamed of it. Yeah, They can't share what they've been through if they're still running from their past. Mm-hmm. And it's like a cycle that continues. Like, why wouldn't you share the things that made you who you are, especially if good or bad? Right. I think people need to really recognize your blessing is your blessing mm-hmm. and my blessing is my right. blessing. So what's for me is for me. Exactly. So I could help you mm-hmm. all day long, all day long. And that does not negate. Right. It doesn't take away from what's going on. Exactly. What? Any door that God opens, no man can close. Exactly. So why are we, like, not helping our fellow neighbor? Why are we not helping our fellow coworkers, our fellow friends? It's just crazy. I think a lot of that is not taught. Mm, Yeah. I think just generational Mm -hmm. repeat cycle Mm. type of stuff. I hate that. And we need to stop that. I think, though, you know, I want to make sure that we do spotlight. I think Mm -hmm. it's a lot more Michelle's, Mm -hmm. a lot more people that really are. I hope so. You are literally the first adult that we've ever talked to, and we felt like we could be completely vulnerable and completely ourselves. Like, outside of, like, our family and our friends, like, just somebody that we didn't know, and we just hit it off with, like, like, we left, and we talked about you for a week straight. I was like... That conversation just felt like a hug. And we were like, that is just so good. I just pray more people start mentoring and more people start pouring into people. That makes me feel really good because um, one of the things I genuinely feel from the bottom of my heart, Mm -hmm. when I stand before God Mm -hmm. and he asks me, how did you help my people? Mm -hmm. I want to have a good answer. Come on. I want to have a book. (laughs) You know what I mean? And so I think people really need to think about that. Mm -hmm. You know, instead of, you know, you may come take my position. Well, good. Let's hand the torch to the next person. Um, But instead of thinking that, let's start asking each other, what did I do? Mm. Or how can can I I do? Right. You know, Mm -hmm. and so I'm willing to do what I need to do to help those that need my help and are willing to help themselves. I love that. And for that, you'll be blessed, for well, sure. Well, I'm already blessed. I know, that's right. That's you know what I mean? I'm already blessed. I'm already blessed. You know what I mean? Very, Hashtag, very I'm already blessed. <laughs> I'm already <laughs> You know, I, I really am, and I'm thankful for that. Yeah. Um, not, you know, not just necessarily speaking monetary. I'm saying, mm-hmm. in general, I'm blessed. I'm yeah. blessed to be sitting here with you my God. having this conversation mm-hmm. about God. Yeah, blessed to be in health. I'm blessed yeah. to be here, mm-hmm. you know, experiencing this moment. Mm -hmm. You know, there's so many blessings and it Mm -hmm. comes in different forms, but um, I would gladly help 
anyone who needed that help yeah. if I could. Yeah, and I love that. So let's just make sure we're always not just necessarily going out of our way to help, but helping others or pouring into others should always be our first instinct. Exactly. Not an instinct of jealousy or they're going to take my place. Literally, everybody's in their own lane. Like what me and my friend Circle been saying all this year is it's me versus me. It ain't never me versus anybody else right. because there's only one of you. Right. There's only one of me. Right. So I feel like it's enough knowledge. It's enough niceness. And it's enough advice just to go around and just keep the community uplifted exactly. because that's that crabs in a bucket mentality. Like right. when you try to gatekeep certain things or you try to like hide certain tips and tricks that helped you, right. like tell somebody else so right. they can edify themselves or they can climb the ladder because right. it's going to be a gap. Like after you, who is it going to be? Because you never left the secrets. You never left exactly. the recipes. You never left. We're losing recipes. Well, <laughs> you know, when you think about it, the first thing that came to my mind, mm -hmm. there's a reason that there's more than one step on a ladder. Come on. Mm. Mm. Yeah, we need to digest that for a moment. Come on, let that sit with the viewers. <laughs> <laughs> There's a reason. Yeah. There's more than one step mm -hmm. on a ladder. Mm. We all can get on. Come on. And ascend. Mm. And I'm okay with that. Everybody should be okay with that. Teamwork yeah. make the dream work. Mm -hmm. So I want to slide into our last topic. So we're going to talk about having tough conversations with friends. So this is touchy. Some people, you can't tell everybody everything. But the thing <laughs> is, if you want to nurture certain relationships and you want to see them grow, definitely having hard or tough conversations is going to have to happen at one point or another. Right. So um, I feel like when you are, any, I feel like any relationship, whether it's platonic, Tonic, whether it's like boyfriend, girlfriend, anything mm -hmm. like that. I feel like at some point there's going to have to be a hard conversation right. had. Mm -hmm. People have like a lot of trouble like speaking up for themselves or like their communication skills like and they just kind of like ghost people right. and they kind of like <laughs> remove themselves because they're like, I can't handle this. This is too mm -hmm. much. But I feel mm -hmm. like talking through things really helps us exactly. and it's important. And, it, and you did say friend, right? Mm -hmm. So if it's a real friend, yeah. you should be able to have that type exactly. of exchange. And even if it's difficult, you owe it to your friend to be mm -hmm. Honest, Truthful. yeah. Because yeah. at the end of the day, it's like, are you going to communicate your feelings? Because if you don't communicate your feelings, I feel like emotions run through us. Right. So you have to let out how you feel. You have to explain to them how that made you feel, whatever the right. circumstance was, because you're going to harbor that. Or right. you're going to be like, oh, and then, too, you're not going to get your point across. And then it may happen again. And you'd be like, oh, they're a bad friend. No, you're a bad friend because you didn't tell them how it made you feel it, in the first place. Exactly. You should feel safe with your emotions mm -hmm. with your friends. Exactly. And you should be able to share that and I think as long as you come from a place of love mm -hmm. because we know even with our friends mm -hmm. you know when you're coming from a place yeah. where I just want to yeah. be or yeah. if you're coming from a true place of mm -hmm. love and so if if it's a difficult conversation I definitely say make sure you check yourself mm -hmm. and make sure that you're in a position that I can speak mm -hmm. from love yeah. as opposed to this Raw emotion yeah, that may be. As opposed to the, my worldly right. self. Mm -hmm. I, I find it best to pray though before you Absolutely. actually like actually like go in and tell them, like, God help me to know how to say this without being offensive, without that's, being, yes. but still get my point across yes. directly like mm -hmm. I should. That's when you say that, you know, and I probably should just assume that's a given, but mm -hmm. even any type of important conversation. Mm -hmm. Any one of them. You know, if, if I'm having an important conversation at work, mm -hmm. I'm going to pray before I have mm -hmm. that conversation and ask God to go before. Me, mm -hmm. You know, and set the tone. Mm -hmm. uh, same thing with your friendships. Mm -hmm. You know, if it's a difficult conversation, 
You're tongue-tied. Yeah. Ask God to go before you, mm -hmm. give you that emotion, and the words. Yeah, the words to you say, know? because he's going to be with you. <laughs> and I feel like, and people think that God is only for certain situations. You for can everything. invite God into literally every single situation of your life. Like, he will give you the strength, and he'll give you the courage to even speak up if you felt like you couldn't. So I feel like God is just so good. <laughs> God gives you what everyone else cannot. Mm. Be clear of that. Mm. He gives you what everyone cannot. Mm. And so that's part of the biggest problem. Everybody's seeking love, understanding, acceptance. Mm -hmm. But we're seeking it from friends, husbands, mm. wives, sisters, brothers. And we're missing as the source. opposed to God. Mm. I believe if you seek that, seek to please God, mm -hmm. Everything else in your life will be pleasing. Seek ye first the kingdom of God, yes. and all of these things will be added unto you. Mm -hmm. Hashtag favorite verse alert. <laughs> I love that verse because, like, everything falls under the umbrella it, of that. Like, even if you keep going, it's just amazing. Mm -hmm. But so, y'all, this going to be a quick episode. So, I wanted to show y'all the song of the week. Well, not show y'all, tell y'all the song of the week. So, I'm going to present it to you guys. So, the song of the week is called Pretty Day by Limbo Blaze, Madison, and Ryan Ward. This song is so good, y'all. It's like a summertime song. It's definitely giving Afrobeats type of vibes. I need y'all to download this to y'all Christian playlist. If you haven't heard it already, go check it out. I'm going to put the link in the description bar. So we finna have a little fun, Miss Michelle. Okay. We finna play the Would You Rather game. Okay. If you never played Would You Rather on the Yahweh or Yahweh podcast, you ain't never played Would You Rather. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so the Would You Rather is pretty simple. I'm going to ask you a question or and you choose the one that you would pick. Okay. Okay, so number one. Okay, would you rather be cooped up in an ark tending to animals? Animals for 377 days straight or lay on your side unable to move for 390 days in the ark with the animals period you mm -hmm. you would be in the ark with them snaking animals miss mm -hmm. michelle mm -hmm. i would well yeah because if you lay on your side for that long your side busted right and then your whole body <laughs> deteriorated it's over with for you and i'm older i, would, I may I not be able to, to move animal. jesus after a year of not moving yeah, baby. I would be so through. I would like even when I don't stretch, I begin too tense. I'd be like, I need to start stretching in them. I gotta get up earlier. Okay, so you would pick being on the art. Okay, the animals would love you. Okay, so question two: Would you rather fight Goliath the giant or go against the an army with less soldiers than your opponent? Army, less soldiers than my opponent. Okay, you would be scared of Goliath. Mm -mm. I'd have God. I, period. But you would go with the army. Okay, I feel you. I feel mm -hmm. you. I wouldn't want to see no giant. That would creep me out, though. I would probably go against the army, too. Well, my husband said, if you, and you guys have probably heard this before, but mm -hmm. if there's a fight between a bear and Michelle, <laughs> help, the, help the bear. <laughs> help the bear, period. Okay, so question three. Would you rather eat homemade bread for a year or fruits and veggies for a year? Fruits and veggies. I the Easy. same thing. Easy. Right, because there's more variety with that. Right. I'm not just going to be eating no bread. I'm going to be really fat thin. Right. <laughs> so, question number four. Would you rather be the strongest person to have ever lived or the wisest? Wisest. I knew you would say that. <laughs> it's like I always know what my guests will pick when wisest. I like formulate the questions for them. Okay, so last question. Would you rather your dreams come true or help others? Help others. I love it. I always know what y'all going to pick. <laughs> so, that was Miss Michelle's Would You Rather. She just played would you rather on the Yahweh Yahweh podcast is lit so now y'all we gonna slide into the devotional of the day so today that we're potting it is June 24th so let's see what we got hope it's a good one so this book that I'm reading from is strength for your soul 365 days of joy and hope in the Lord by Karen Moore if you want to get this book 
So it says, June 24th, the great deceiver. Jesus, full of the Holy Spirit, left the Jordan and was led by the Spirit into the wilderness, where for 40 days he was tempted by the devil. That's Luke chapter 4, verses 1 through 2. It says, the devil likes it better when we act like he doesn't exist. The truth is, his whole job is to do everything he can to get you to cut ties with God. He wants to whisper in your ear at any time that it pleases him. He wants to beguile you in the same way he deceived Eve in the garden. He simply looks for that one spot where you're weak or worried, the place where you're apt to listen. Luke reminds us here of how Jesus was tempted in the wilderness at the beginning of his ministry. It's interesting because we see how Satan even tried to tempt Jesus and keep him from listening to God. Satan wants to keep us from doing God's work. He does not want you to spread the good word. He does not want you to speak God's name in public. The more you do those things, the more he will try to draw you away. When you sense the deceiver is coming around you, it may be that you're becoming more ministry minded. As your hearts become more dedicated to God, Satan simply can't stand it. Whatever it is, don't let him tempt you even for a moment. Resist him and he will flee from you. Stand firm in your faith. And it says the quote, the devil loves to finish the devil loves to fish in troubled waters. And that quote is from John Trapp. I think that's so cool how that mentioned how we should always speak God's name in public. And that was our topic. Exactly. God is uh, everything is connecting. What do you think about the uh, devotional of the day, Miss Michelle? I definitely think that you have to keep him first. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You And when you, I, I would guarantee that when you started getting closer to God, mm-hmm. a lot of stuff happened. <sighs> trying to pull you back Literally. into the world. They, nobody came. ever told me about spiritual warfare. It, it spiritual warfare is. is so real. Like, it was like when I first started, when he gave me my mm-hmm. purpose last year, mm-hmm. the wave of spiritual warfare, I was like, what is this? You yes. will think you are losing your mind. Yes, and you stood strong. Mm-hmm. And here you are today. So come on, thank and you, And that's Jesus. what God wants us to, you know, you've got to stand the test. Mm-hmm. And the test is not so God will know your progress. Mm-hmm. It's so you will know your progress. I love that. because God already knows. He already he wrote knows. He's book. He's he down knows. the line. So it's funny to me. People mm-hmm. think, well, God just God is testing you to mm-hmm. see what you're going to do. Mm-hmm. No, he's testing you so you can mm-hmm. see what you're going to do. Because even if you don't pick the right thing to do, it equips you for the next time. Exactly. And it shows you where you are in your mm-hmm. growth with your walk with mm-hmm. God. Right? I love it. And so... Um, I would dare to say anybody who's trying to seek God, you're going to go up against some challenges. Mm-hmm. But I would rather have challenges with God than, than without, without God. Because if I'm and, doing it without, it's over with for me. Right, And stay strong because mm-hmm. success is on the other side. I mean, Period. you're already walking into your success. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and and don't be worried about being different. Come on. That is what we want you mm-hmm. to be. It's different. That's why he chose you because exactly. he knew you were different. You like are. every single quality about you, God already knows how he's going to use that for his good. Right. Right. How he's going to use that for the kingdom right. of light. So the devil be hating. Yes. Y'all know that. Yeah. So and anytime it's, it's easy to conform. Literally. And if you've ever tried to get closer to God and then like the thing you were trying to stop, like if you like, I'll just say like when I used to smoke mm-hmm. and like, I'll be like, I'm done smoking. Like 15 people text me. Hey, what you doing? We got right. some weed. I'm right. like, y'all wasn't giving out free weed a month ago. Like what's going on? <laughs> like the weed man doing a garage sale now. <laughs> he got all the flavors. I'm like, what's going on? Like, 
He trying to see what I'm gonna do. Right. And, and I might go. <laughs> you have to, you know, you have to pick and choose your battles. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and you know, I would say this to anybody that's young or old, mm-hmm. whether you're making the right choice or the wrong choice, uh-huh. continue to make it with God. Come on, I love that. I because mean, he'll redirect your path. Exactly. I mean, it's not gonna happen overnight. Mm-hmm. None of us are perfect. Mm-hmm. You are never going to be perfect. You will never meet the standards of God. Mm. And you know, we were born in mm-hmm. sin, and that is that should confirm mm-hmm. you will never be perfect mm-hmm. in your walk with God. Never. You can only attempt to strive to do better mm-hmm. than you did the day before. Come on. So don't be so hard on yourself. Mm-hmm. Don't get you know, stuck in it. Know that God forgives, mm-hmm. God gives you the strength. And things that you find challenging and you're wanting to overcome, those are things you really have to pray for and ask God to take from your heart. Mm-hmm. Take the it, taste it, away. You people try to do it themselves. Yeah, we do fail not have the miserably. Wheel. You don't have the will miserably to fail. You don't even have the will to know what your next thought is. Okay. So anything that you're struggling to find the will, you surrender, give it to God, mm-hmm. and God will give you that Like, will. literally, he will lift the problem off of you, and it's like, it feels so much easier right. to carry. Like, when you know that where your strength comes from, where right. you know where your help comes from, it's like a full circle moment because it's like, I should always, like, I don't know what it is about our brains that we forget that he does that for us. Exactly. Like, and then when we find ourselves in a sticky situation, we don't know when to return back, but he's always the answer. That's like you're always going to get turned back around. It's your free will mm-hmm. that makes you think you're in control. Wow. And can do it. That's what God gave us a free will. Mm-hmm. And his ultimate desire is that it'll be our free will to follow him. Come on. But sometimes, you know, just know that, when we're doing things that we know that we know mm-hmm. are not God-like, mm-hmm. every step you take in that direction is the farther step you're taking away from God. Oh. And so you have to kind of be mindful mm-hmm. of those things. Um, it's but, like, you know, choose today whom you will serve. <laughs> absolutely. I love that. But God is a good God and a forgiving God. He so is. don't be so hard. I think that's yeah. part of what our people go the other way because mm-hmm. they feel like there's so many rules and uh-huh. so many guidelines. The only rule and guideline is to be yourself and have a genuine relationship with genuine. God. And, and know and when talk you mess to him. up. Repent. When, right. Talk to mm-hmm. him like you're talking to your exactly. friend. You really have to. If Your best friend will be God. Period. He really is my best friend. And he ain't, he gonna always answer the phone no matter what time of the day it is. Exactly. I love that. And it's just like a comforting just knowing that he has your back. And exactly. it's just always like, I don't know. It's just, it feels amazing to be on God's side. And you can say anything. Exactly. And when you're not on God's side, you feel that. Like your spirit is hungry. Your spirit you're is not, thirsting for something. You're not in the, on the same mm-hmm. chord. It feels like a discord mm-hmm. whenever you're not in alignment and with the pro- God. And the problems that you face when you're not aligned with God, they seem like they're going to take you out. Exactly. And I don't know what it is. It just seems more pressing. It, it is because typically when you walk with God, you allow him to uh, handle things. Mm-hmm. I often say, and, you know, my grandfather, he rests his soul, mm-hmm. favorite person on the earth, no doubt. Mm-hmm. One, of the, one of the favorite people I've ever <laughs> known. And um, I often imagine him like God. Mm-hmm sitting in the corner Mm -hmm. at the table, much like we are, but he's sitting in the corner Mm -hmm. and he's letting us talk. Mm -hmm. And we're just, we got all kind of Mm -hmm. problems going back and forth Mm -hmm. and we can't figure it out. Mm -hmm. And and he's sitting in the corner just like God and saying, hey, you can stay in the ring and fight (laughs) that fight, but whenever you're ready to tag me in, let me know. I'll come in Mm. and take that problem. So see, when you're walking with God and you have problems, they don't feel as magnified Mm -hmm. because God is handling that problem mm-hmm, for you. Mm-hmm. But when you're not and you're trying to carry it, you can't. You can't. It just so, feels impossible. It's too heavy. It's too heavy. And I don't even, I'm so thankful, and I'm going to stop talking. Mm-hmm. But you're I fine. Don't it's even, a podcast. I, I, when y'all listen, say that. I don't even, um, I make my life real easy. Mm-hmm. 
because there are a lot of problems that I used to try to solve. Mm-hmm. I let God try to solve them first for me. Yes. You know what I mean? Because I can't wrap my mind around it. And, and no he sees to. the future. Exactly. Well, there's no need he to. knows how you should be moving. Like there's this quote. It's literally, um, how does it go? It's like, I'm not worried about the... It was like, I'm not worried about the chapters when I personally know the author. And exactly. I thought that was beautiful. I love that too. Exactly. <laughs> I was like, that is so beautiful because it's like, uh, you can relax. Mm-hmm. Like, he, you know he's never going to leave you nor forsake never. you. Like you said, he's sitting in the corner just waiting when on you to call him. on him. Mm-hmm. I love that. <laughs> yeah, we have to learn that we don't have to be strong, especially women. Mm. You don't have to have your super cape on. You can Come hang on. it up and you can let God, you know. I'm ready for the soft life with you, Christ. <laughs> listen, if you walk with him and truly walk with him, mm-hmm. your life will be forever ever more mm. easier mm. it is always your life gets it, here's what i'll tell you to pay attention to especially mm-hmm. as a young woman mm-hmm. notice when your life gets harder take a moment to think and you'll realize you picked up a lot of mm. stuff that you put in god hands mm. you pick that back up mm. jesus you picked it back up and you god has to make it uncomfortable to remind you hey i'm the source of your strength or, or right did you give it to me or right. are you, are you still, are you still trying to so, solve it yourself yeah but usually when you have really put something in god's hand you can't pray and worry it don't go mm. together it contradicts itself yes. so what you want to do is really put things in god's hands and and go it may sound crazy but one of the things I'll say, so, human nature, the next 15 minutes, you're probably going to think about that problem again. Mm. You, it has to be a habit. And you have to say, wait, mind. Mm-hmm. I just gave that to God. Yeah, bring so your mind into submission. It. That's yeah, what they talk about in the right. Bible. It's the renewing of your mind. And that's a habit for me. Mm-hmm. When you say that, you have to make sure your audience understands mm-hmm. it's a habit. Just as mm-hmm. much as we've lived our life a certain way, that's, mm-hmm. those are habits. And so when you walk with Christ, mm-hmm. uh, it's not a magic thing. Mm-hmm. You have to remind you your work mind at it. and say, hey, mm-hmm. I gave that to God. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's got to come back up 15, mm-hmm. 20 minutes. Every time it comes back up, you be like, hey, you say, hey I'm not worried about that. <laughs> Disrupt but, the thought. Exactly. You really have to control Mm -hmm. that until you get it under mm-hmm. control and then it becomes second nature it's so many things that I do not worry about man, anymore man you cannot let your brain run you or your thoughts you have to train your brain to think about the things that you can handle the things mm-hmm. that are in your control which is probably not 85% of the things correct like you have to let that go because that adds stress to your life then exactly. stress shows up through sickness and right. you're just down bad right and, and, and just think about it in this fashion mm-hmm. if I told you hey I'll pay your rent, mm-hmm. and you know that I have before, mm-hmm. and I say, mm-hmm. I got you. Why wouldn't you let me? Why wouldn't and so you that's let what me God take is care saying. of you? If you My know God. I will help you, and mm-hmm. I have helped mm-hmm. you before, and I continue that's to help you, about why won't you let me with him? help you? Like, you can always recall on the goodness of God. That's why when the song says, like, it says, when I look back over my life, life, please don't forget that God was there for you in that season. God Absolutely. was there for you when your heart was broken. God was there for you when you were trying to pick up the pieces. Don't forget him right. on your journey. Yeah, when people say, I'll be okay, when I tell people, you'll be okay, mm-hmm. um, and they how do you know? When have you not been? <laughs> when have you not been okay? You're not finna die. When you finna you let this been? take you out right. or not? Like, you know what I mean? Who do you serve? Like, remind yourself who you, you are in God. To. You have That's to. Power in that. You literally have to have a spiritual identity. Like, you have to. Like, there was literally this sermon where it was like making us write our spiritual identity statement. Right. And mine was like, my name is Mallory Shields. I am a soldier for Christ. I am mm-hmm. strong. I am beautiful. I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Like, literally, you have to wake up and remind yourself yourself every day of exactly. who you are in God like you said or mm-hmm. the world will tell you who you are exactly. they will set, those, set <laughs> and you don't for want you. the world to tell you who you are you do not because then you're going to be somewhere looking crazy 
<laughs> but it was a good episode, Miss Michelle. Thank you so much for coming on the podcast. We love to end every single episode with a prayer. Yes. So give me your hand. Lord, thank you for this day. Thank you just for this time of fellowship. Thank you for this conversation. God, we are so grateful to be on the battlefield for you, Father God. We are so glad just to be soldiers in Christ. God, I ask that we continue to go forward and just speak the good news, Father God. I ask that we spread it and that it be just used as a symbol of hope to encourage and uplift others, Father God. I ask that you bless us with the means to be able to help people. I ask that you would continue to edify us and give us our purpose and continue to let us be reminded of who we are in you. God, I ask that in this next season that you just continue to show us the things that we need to work on. Continue to just shine in our hearts and let us be just used in any single way that you might have us to be used, Father God. Let us not be afraid. Let us be of good courage and let us be saints and warriors for you on the battlefield. God, I rebuke negativity right now in the name of Jesus. I rebuke anxiety, depression, anything that we may be dealing with, Father God. Let us learn how to surrender it to you. Let us learn how to put faith in you and go forward in that moment, Father God. Let us be able to renew our minds and just train our brains and rest in you and let us be overcome with just a peace that surpasses all understanding. These and other blessings I ask in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. So y'all, we got one more episode of the season. I got a special guest coming. Do not miss this. Like y'all do not want to miss this. I'm telling you. So don't forget to like, subscribe, and share this content. I tell y'all all the time that the podcast is nothing without the viewers. I love y'all. We wrapping up season two. I hope y'all stay safe and have a good summer. It's Michelle and the Chosen One. We out. <laughs>